Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the third in a series of episodes on why we need a strategy. Last time, we saw that without a strategy, we can't even know what problem we're trying to solve. Today, we'll see that we also need a strategy to choose a solution wisely. For 200 years, our image of all types of organizations has been a machine. The goal of organizations, for-profit and non-profit, is to reliably produce a certain result. Progress means producing more of the result more efficiently today than last year. We look for ways to make management scientific, a matter of data and process-driven best practices that apply to any organization, at least within the same industry or field. Perhaps most managers and management thinkers wouldn't accept this view as crudely as I've just presented it. But it's also true that whatever we may say, most of us still rely on some of the presumptions of the machine metaphor. And one of the main presumptions is that there is one best solution to whatever our problem is, if we can just discover it. This is understandable. We all want as close to a guarantee as we can get. And we were all taught in school that scientific questions have only one right answer, and that this kind of certainty is the measure of decision-making. Good judgment delivers certainty. And if we can't demonstrate certainty, our judgment shouldn't be trusted. But there's another view, that human affairs aren't the same as math or physics because they involve complex networks of individuals making independent, momentary decisions which combine to have unpredictable effects. There can never be certainty under these circumstances. We can't even know all the relevant information or influences on others' decisions. The venture capitalist Ben Horowitz observes that at the time executives must make a decision, they typically know only 10% of the information that will later appear in the Harvard Business School case study. Moreover, in the empirical sciences, increased knowledge tends to narrow the range of possible answers. But in human affairs, it's the opposite. Increased knowledge tends to open us to a broader range of possibilities. The better we understand our challenges, the more alternatives we can develop for addressing them. In the last episode, we discussed so-called wicked problems. One of their characteristics is that their solutions usually can't be described as right or wrong, but only better or worse. Each alternative has its own advantages and disadvantages that can't be easily compared with the advantages and disadvantages of other alternatives. This is why we need a strategy, understood as a hypothesis about how our organization can be successful. Real strategy development involves evaluating viable but imperfect alternatives. But for us to consider an alternative viable requires that we have already decided what success means. 
What makes strategy development scientific is not that it arrives at the one right solution, but that we evaluate possible solutions in a disciplined way, asking what would have to be true for them to be great solutions, and then pursuing the solution which our tests reveal to have the greatest odds of success. Otherwise, we'll face a situation in which the drive for a single solution turns strategy development into a contest of wills. Each side, or even each individual, determined to see their preferred, theoretically best solution chosen over all the others. My suggestion for today is, ask whether your organization tests a range of alternatives when making important decisions. Could you suggest alternatives and tests the next time there's a discussion of your strategy? It's always tempting to work on problems, programs, or activities as though they're one-offs, separate from the rest of our organization. Next time, we'll discuss the fourth reason we need a strategy. Whether we like it or not, everything in our organization is connected. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.